Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tell so you what, I'm going to reposition my camera so it looks like. That's right. So it looks a little bit more. Arizona-y? <laughs> it looks kind of weird. If I'm... It looks like you're in Arizona. What's that? Yeah, I'm in Arizona, man. Um, been here for, God, how long have we been here? Almost, dude, almost three weeks. There we go. All right, turn off that audio. I can hear a record, a recording in the background. This is what happens when you have Gen X people. Say what I'll do is I'll turn down the. Uh... <laughs> oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. It's the fucking. Uh... It's the it's the TV over there. Hold on. Hang on a second. Oh, I know what it is. I love my job. <laughs> Good Lord. Where it is. <clears throat> but yeah, man, I've been, um, I've been just, just a little bit under weather for the last couple of days. And um, Deb and I were supposed to fly back to, uh, we're supposed to fly back to Philly uh, on Monday. And so I need to take a, uh, I need to go get a COVID test, make sure I'm not oh. Corona positive here. Donovan, come in and come out. Like this is, there's some kind of feedback loop going on. All right. <clears throat> Boy, ain't you right, Roy? <laughs> Maybe I'm the one with it. All right, hang on. I'm going to leave and come back in. Hopefully that reset things. This is what happened. All the uh, thousands of dollars of uh, work. Nope. Fuck. It's me. What the fuck? Oh, here it is. Here it is. I think I got it now. Oh, man, two old boomers trying to get a, a show on the air. Juan the Aztec Patriarch. Morning, dude bros, um, dude bro amigos. Yes, thank you, thank you. Good to see you guys here. Oh, I haven't had my morning poo yet. That's, uh, I've had two cups of coffee, no morning poo. Usually that's the immediate thing you do in the morning. When when you, you will know you have achieved old manhood when you have your early morning poo. When you wake up, it's like, I got to poo. Have yourself a cup of coffee. Wake up before 7 a.m. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. To, I don't know where Donovan is. I'll check his. Philadelphia black man ass. Where do you go? Let's see when... I wonder what he's doing. Did he get killed? 
What happened to Donovan? Oh, there you are. <clears throat> You're back. Better? There. Yeah. No, we got. I got to figure it out. I had something else running on in the background. What oh. the, are you in Arizona? Or is that just your backdrop? No, I'm in Arizona. Oh, cool. Where do you? What part of Phoenix? I presume. Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix, yeah. man. Um, and uh, it's interesting, dude. Um, an Uber driver. Um, real dude. Real smart kid. I loved his energy. We became friends, and we freaking like two days later went out to Sedona. And, uh, you know, really rails. Yeah. I was like, dude, I got to get a hold of Aaron to come out here. Dude, Sedona is incredible, man. Oh, yeah. No, Sedona's very pretty. Did you actually hike or did you did? I have never known about this place, dude. Dude, because our parents, not no offense to our parents, nobody told us. Have you been to Moab yet? No, not yet. I remember you telling me about that a long time ago. There's so much to explore in this country. Uh, and the next time you and, um, um, Devin, uh, uh, your girlfriend, yeah. If you guys drive across the country, first stop visit me over in South Dakota, of course. Uh, and and so we have that, but yeah, I'll I'll give you a roadmap, man. Okay, so yeah, definitely. Cool dude. Stuff, we yeah. Plan on doing something for sure. Like when the conference and everything is over, mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking about going to uh, headed over heading over to uh, Sedona, and then that was the other city that we were thinking about visiting was Moab because remember you told us about that about a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a day's drive from uh, Sedona. Well, half a day's drive, but you get okay. to go. Remember, remember, uh, it's in many movie scenes that there's like those uh, cliffs to just shoot straight out of the desert, yes. like Wiley Coyote. Oh, All yeah. right, that's called Monument Valley. It's okay. in the Navajo Indian Reservation, uh, on North Arizona, South Utah, and you're gonna go through that. Okay. Uh, to get to Moab from Sedona Valley from Sedona Monument Valley. Yeah. And it's that, uh, uh, what's the word? Not epic. Uh, iconic. It's about three and a half hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd Good. make it to Moab and, uh, Blanding. There's that, a lot of nice little towns on the way, uh, up there. Um, but man, Moab is the place to be. And Dude. I would go now before, uh, May ends. Cause then the kids yeah. get out of school and then hotel prices go up. <laughs> And it gets a little, and, and now here's the, here's one thing that I learned that I didn't know mm-hmm. is that people go to Sedona to get away from the heat in the, yes. in, in the summertime. I was yep. like, okay, I thought it would be 148 degrees out here, but apparently it gets, it stays cool out there. You you go up. Yep. Uh, Tucson is the same way. Tucson, I think is 2000 feet higher than Phoenix. And wow. so people, yeah. And there should be a King mountain on the North side of Phoenix. Okay. A lot of people go up into the mountain there. Um, okay. But then have you been to Jerome? No, not yet. Okay, you're, you're, how long are you going to be in Phoenix? We'll be here until the end of May. Okay, dude, you guys have got to go to Jerome. Uh, okay. Book yourself a hotel okay. at the old insane asylum. There's a, there's a, basically Jerome is an old mining town. It's I, think we passed, I think we saw signs on the way to Sedona. Sedona. Right, yep. Oh, so man. Jerome is, I would say, cooler than Sedona. It's not as pretty. Sedona is very gorgeous with all the, the rock oh, formations. Beautiful, dude. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you some pictures. It was incredible. Well, I've been there. I know what it looks like. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but go to Jerome, book a night at the uh, Insane Asylum Hotel, okay. and then just have a day of, you know, there's little coffee shops and art, artisan art places and things like them dude i'm doing this right now you'll you'll enjoy i swear to god aaron we're driving out there and i was like oh my god i couldn't believe it i was like it's just (laughs) like it looks like on tv man it was crazy have you ever seen the movie midnight run no i haven't my dad has seen it a hundred times oh god no your dad's right because it's it's uh probably my second or third favorite movie but a lot of that is filmed in sedona and arizona Oh and you get a real you get a real appreciation for the West. But yeah, when I was okay, now when you and I were growing up, you were in Philadelphia, I was in Milwaukee. 
Yeah. And our view of like, tell me if I'm wrong about this, but when you thought about the Southwest, you know, the American Southwest, yeah. you thought it was like the Sahara Desert with sand and there was nothing Cactuses. there. Right. Cactuses. And, and then you get to Arizona, you're like, this is gorgeous. There's mountains. Dude, there's things like going that. on. Like, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't stop taking pictures, man. It's, dude, it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen, man. Have you been to Miami, Arizona? No, I didn't know there was a Miami. I knew there was a Miami, Florida, and a Miami, Ohio. I didn't know there was a Miami, Arizona. There's a Miami. <clears throat> Let me tell you this. Wow. Okay. So, you, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to go to the Salt Canyon. Okay. So, okay. this would be a day road trip. Okay. You're going to go through a town called Miami. Arizona. It's an old, not abandoned. Sure. Um, the um, it's a copper mine, <clears throat> and what's happened is because of technology, they don't need as many people. So it's okay. won't look like uh, an abandoned town, but the mine is actually quite active. Uh, but you go to this old little mining town. There's little bars, true western, but it's up in the mountains. I've been there in like April, like now, and there's yeah. snow, what? and you would never, yeah, because you're that high up, you wouldn't think about it. And then you get to the other side. Elevation. What is the Yeah, what's Miami? uh, Miami, uh, probably like 8,000, I'd imagine, or six. Oh, my God. Dude, 7,600 above sea level. Wow. Yeah. That is insanity, dude. Yeah, and it's a beautiful drive up there, switchbacks and everything. And then you get to the other side, and you go to another Indian reservation. uh, But you go to the uh, Salt Canyon. Okay. And that's a very pretty uh, drive. You go past a town called Globe. Uh, Arizona, and then you you go into the reservation. I'm gonna tell you what, dude. I am like, see, Dev and I, we're we plan to move out to uh, to Reno uh, right around the end of the summer, early fall. Mm-hmm. And I mean, listen, man, like all systems are go, but I'm telling you what, man, being out here, like I've never been to Arizona. I mean, I've flown through Phoenix, but dude, the the scenery and just all of the all of the history, like this, is really and truly like the embodiment of the West Coast. Yeah. And I'm just, like, Dude, I could see myself living out here. And Deb's like, you better not be thinking about that. Well, wait, wait. What's wrong with now? Uh, Nevada has no state income taxes and Arizona yes. has a little Neither bit. Neither does Arizona. Yeah. 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 But there's nothing wrong with living in Phoenix. Now, I'd recommend you spend a July in Phoenix before you commit to that. Oh, dude. Everybody tells me that. <laughs> dude, you should spend a summer in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. But but no, there's I mean, Arizona is a huge state. There's other oh, places like Payson. Have you been to Flagstaff? No, I haven't, but we passed signs to Flagstaff. Yeah, it there's there's other um towns that are higher up in elevation are nowhere near as hot as because Phoenix is basically it's like Death Valley. You basically go down oh. off the cliff oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you're at the and so it, it will get very hot in Phoenix, but there are other towns. Um have you guys been to Bisbee? No. Mm-mm. Do you got a car? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, dude, let me give you okay. You're gonna do Miami, all right? You okay. gotta do Miami. All right, you gotta do Bisbee. On your way to Bisbee, you're going to stop at Tombstone, Arizona, where the movie and the history and everything. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. right. That's all. And just so you know, Tombstone is overrated. It, you get there, you're like, oh, is, this it? is it? Yeah, yeah. It's not like, well, the movies make it look way more than it is or was. Um, but yeah, stop at Tombstone on your way to Bisbee. Bisbee's much more interesting. Um, and then. What else? I'm, yeah, dude, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm opening up 100 web browsers because I just, I just can't believe. I just can't believe that it's so like it's so beautiful out here. I, I just could not believe it. I couldn't believe it, man. Have you been to? Um, you should do Sedona, Jerome. You go over the mountain to Miami. Uh, yep. Yeah, no, that that Jerome's on the north side of Phoenix. Uh, Miami's okay. to the east. I'm trying to remember the other town. 
It's like a sizable town. Oh, for Christ's sake. I'll look it up myself. Here, I'll look it up. Uh, Sedona, Jerome, Arizona. Jerome. Dude, it was absolutely incredible, man. I just like, dude, we're, I mean, I've, I've got pictures in my phone. I'm like, I cannot believe. I can't believe I've never been here before. I'm, dude, I lived in Vegas for almost eight years. And yeah, but you never left the strip. Never left the strip. Um, well, you know, every once in a while, Henderson. Then I was seeing a girl up in Indian Springs. Um, but yeah, man, like, dude, I had my priorities all, my priorities were all, um, all 25 year old. Oh, Dev is, uh, Dev is in the chat. If you want to mod Dev, she actually has your, uh, affiliate link for the scene. How do I mod Dev? Oh, I didn't know we were live, dude. We're live. Yeah. We're going live. I didn't know we were live. I thought we were just doing your conversation. I don't, I don't buy. I just like, look, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. All right. Cool. I mean, I'm used to, you know, introduction, you know, me, Mr. Organizations, but I had no idea we were live. I thought this was just a conversation. (laughs) It says put her in time. Oh, I'm doing this through, uh, I got, God darn it. StreamYard. StreamYard. Yeah, I can't do it. We won't worry. Just a, complicates my old man brain prescott have you been to prescott no i've not no okay you got to go to prescott so there it's um i'd recommend going at night because they light up the uh it's the county seat so the county building's all lit up and it's this one of the few american towns i've been to like if you drive through an american town there was either the railroad or the main highway went through and the town built up on it so it's very linear like oh there's God. a one main road Prescott. I think there's like two or three main roads that come into town. So it's very square. So you have an actual downtown that isn't just along the line of, of the main road. Cause there's several main roads. So it's a, it's like the, probably the most American looking town you're ever going to find. Really? Oh, yeah. Americana sort of. Not even that. It's just, uh, you know, the, the old architecture from the late 1800s with some modern buildings in oh, there. Oh yeah, but, I got you. I see. I see right here. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's got like it's got like one main strip. No, but that's why I'm saying it doesn't have one main strip. It has like four main roads that go into it, so it's a very like there's a center. It's more uh, uh concentrical uh as opposed to just a, a strip. It does look like a it looks it really does look like America. Yeah. Like yeah. old West America. This mm-hmm. is incredible. Have you seen the Prescott? Va- I'm looking at the Prescott Valley. I'm like, oh, my God. Prescott Valley? No, hang on. They got this valley called the Grand Canyon. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Yeah, it escapes me. It escapes me. <laughs> Deb actually surprised me when we were out in Vegas um, on Thanksgiving weekend. Um, she booked a, uh, a helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon. Dude, it is. I got to tell you, man, probably one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life except for the first 10 minutes so yeah. we're we're strapped in and, and Devin's like all right i paid extra so we can be in the front we're like yeah we're gonna see all this stuff so the guy's like everybody's strapped in we're like yeah we're strapped in all of a sudden we start going up in elevation and i'm like uh and dude i've never ridden in a helicopter before uh-huh. and oh and, and i feel like these nails digging into my flesh and really? holding on for dear life i'm looking at, i'm like dude i don't want to fall out of this and <laughs> was like no, no i'm sorry i'm sorry it's like no please continue <laughs> don't let go but the first 10, 15 minutes was a little bit nerve wracking. But after you sort of settled down, oh, dude, I've got all kinds of video of that. We land in the canyon, dude. Landed in oh the canyon? God. We landed, dude. Oh, my God. We landed in the actually live streamed uh, the last like five minutes of the um, of the of the trip. Like, we, dude, he took us all over the strip. Oh, my God. It was it was incredible. It was about a 40. I think it was about an hour, maybe like a 45 minute to an hour helicopter ride out there. Hmm. it is the dude it is the i don't know dude we've also been to mount mauna kea in hawaii that was an amazing experience but dude the grand canyon 
Oh my god! Where, where, where did the uh, did it take off in uh, Vegas or where did it take yeah, off? Right, from, right from the dude, right from McCarran, right from McCarran. Yep, McCarran Air, really, and they yeah, right, right from over. McCarran. Oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it's uh, no, I, I think you before you buy in Reno, you know, maybe go putz around. There's not bad places in Arizona. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to, man. I mean, I'm I'm familiar with Reno. I never. I can't live in Vegas. I I just can't do that. But I'm telling you, man, Arizona is really starting to grow on me, man. I just, I don't know, something about the desert. I just like the desert. Maybe it's because where I sort of came of age, so to speak, after I, you know, right. after what I went through. But, um, but yeah, dude, I just like it's it's incredible. the The drive to Sedona, it was just, and then when we get there, I'm like, dude, I could really see myself living here. I need to get the hell out of here as soon as possible before I start, you know, before I start making deposits and down payments and whatnot. Right. <laughs> Have you been to Cave Creek Northside? No. Mm-mm. Go, write that down. You got to go to Cave Creek. Uh, that's a, a a suburb that well it was a, its own town at one time, and um, that's a little bit more touristy. Uh, okay. But there's oh, some yeah, authenticity yeah. there. Yeah. But if you go to Cave Creek or wow, Carefree, look at this. Yeah. My my best friend lives out there, and oh, one of the God. things that I love the most about uh, Arizona or the desert in general, he's got a little a little hut basically, and he's got the spread. And at night now, during July, it sucks. But you're there at the perfect, perfect time for weather right now. Yeah, but May is a good month. Everybody keeps telling me you're here at the right time. Yeah, yeah. And like just those evenings and the sunsets, we just sit and chill the fuck out. It's yeah. uh, it's just wonderful out there. So, dude, it is. This is incredible. Like, this is the sky. I don't know, man. The sky seems to be bigger. It's. I don't know, man. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. The East Coast is all right. I've never really been fond of the East Coast, but it just you know when you when the when the population goes up and the square mileage of the of the states go down, it's like it, like everybody's on top of each other. But mm. I remember that we were we were on our way to Sedona. I think it was like uh, a, a sort of an incline. And, ev- and you you turn the corner and everything just opens up. It just looks larger. The Green Valley. Yes. Oh, yeah. Dude. You know what oh, it is? It, it, this. I'll, I'll tell you what it is because you and I were from the eastern part of the country. Yeah. There's no trees. No. And, and and if you if you think about the landscape now, of course, it's not as mountainous uh, uh, in Pennsylvania or Wisconsin as it is over in Arizona. But trees block your view. So everyone, yeah. I keep telling people, I'm like, look, if you live on the east side of the Mississippi, you're missing out. You got to go west and just just check it out at least because there ain't no trees blocking your view. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, look at that. I mean, you could see literally for 30, 40, 50 miles. Right. Like I, I don't know, man. Like and, and I try to put myself in 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 other people's shoes. Like maybe there was someone who grew up in maybe a Sedona or Flagstaff or, you know, Tucson who visit you know, who visit the East coast are like, Oh my God, I'm never leaving. But I can't imagine that. Like, I can't imagine somebody being from Phoenix and falling in love with Boston. Unless no. <laughs> they just absolutely hate the, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, listen, I'm sure that there are exceptions to the rule, but mm. people, as far as I know, they don't start out West and end up on the East coast unless it's for like a job. But if you have a choice, I think most people end up in Southern California, uh, Northern Florida. Nevada, dude, Northern Cal, I'm sure you've been through Northern, Northern California is some of the most, picture- I mean, oh my God, it's some of the most, pic- dude, right up over Donner Pass, it's just, it's incredible, man. The West Coast, it's it's another world out here, man. Another yeah, world. What, what, I, what I've found is it really boils down to whether or not you want a uh, a truly metropolitan lifestyle. Yeah. 
you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of young women want to go and live in New York or LA sure. or whatever. And then, and then they go, out, they go out East and, and the, the guys want to go be wall street or they want to have that, downtown, <laughs> which is nothing wrong with some of my fondest, the happiest I ever was, was in Chicago. Uh, oh really summer yeah 1998 97 um and i certainly can appreciate the uh the living but as you get older you're gonna you're gonna go one of two ways and this is why i predict our generation is gonna do you're either gonna be a boomer and you go down to florida because you're fat and you want to eat food at chain <laughs> right. restaurants right. which is fine there's nothing wrong with, right. you're wrong with that no state tax it's warm yeah, you're from you're from new york or massachusetts or pennsylvania or jersey or whatever and you're unaware of the other <laughs> half of the country all of them all of them right all of them right uh, or <laughs> you're like hey what's this denver thing all about what's this oh what's this God, salt dude. lake city and then you go out you're like holy shit look at this like and all gonna, of this exists yes That's incredible yes. man it's uh, and see, uh, Dev and I, we've never been. That's one place we definitely wanted to visit was Denver. Um, mm -hmm. because uh, Ivan Throne and his wife Lauren they live out there, mm -hmm. and um, and dude, for I mean, it's just sort of always been kind of uh, sort of like uh, uh, an afterthought, but you know, I mean, after the conference and everything, we'll have a little bit, we'll have a little bit of time. We'll probably, I don't know, man, we might do like a West Coast swing, man. It oh my god, well, here, add to your list now, Denver. I'll, I'll warn you right now, uh, there's not much about Denver. I mean, it's a oh. big city. It's based on uh, ceramics and beer, oh, okay, and a little bit of agriculture and finance. So it's just a it's just a big town. Imagine, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, imagine you took Pittsburgh and put it right in the prairie before the mountains start. Oh wow! So, oh okay. Yeah. So there's nothing nothing exciting about Denver itself. It's big metropolitan. There's good cigar lounges, things sure. like that. But uh, if I were to do some, I would stop at Gateway, Colorado, Cortez, Colorado. I've heard of Cortez. Yeah, that's a cool town. And before you go there, hit me up because you gotta you gotta look at the old ancient uh, Indian Pueblo dwellings. Oh, okay. And I, I assume that's probably not in Pueblo, Colorado. No, it's not in Pueblo, Colorado. Though they do have those dwellings out there as well. But oh the easiest way is called yeah, incredible. Look at this. Yeah, you don't want to go to Mesa Verde. Save yourself the twenty five bucks and don't go to Mesa Verde. You want to okay. go to Canyon of the Ancients. Uh, but Cortez itself is this old Western town with a main drag, and you appreciate it very much. Um, and it's a Canyon of the Ancients. Canyon oh, of the Ancients. Right yep, comes right up, and it's free. You just park your car and you walk. Oh my God, this is insane! See, this is crazy. I just don't know. I don't know, man. I think different people vibe with different areas, mm -hmm. and I think my I think my West Coast bias has a lot to do with the fact that. Most of my negative experiences, period, with life in general, happened back east. And then when I moved west, you know, I find, you know, the red pill and everything sort of transforms. And, yeah, you know, I had some trouble. I may or may not have been arrested a few times. But for the most part, I've had nothing but positive experiences out here. And so I think that I think it's I think it's a I think it's probably a mental thing. But I, and I try to look at it objectively like okay if i were from you know san diego would i actually like living in raleigh no of course i wouldn't want to live in freaking raleigh if i was from san diego or oceanside so i don't know man either way you slice it i always tell dev this i'm like yo dev's from florida she's from south mm -hmm. florida and she doesn't really like florida at all um and she spent most of her life here well there on the uh, on the east coast and then when we come west i remember when we first met i was like yo west side till i die blah 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 Dude, we went. We've been to Reno twice, and she's like, "Dude, I love it here." I said, "You see, I'm I'm trying to tell you, man. Throw up the dubs, gangster style, man. Russell, West Side." <laughs> well, but I got a question then. <clears throat> Are you really West Side unless you're on the coast? 
Because don't you more or less have to be in California? Forget Portland and uh, Seattle. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's, that a bunch of, that's a bunch of uh, trees, uh, Starbucks and drinking, and you know, pansy white people, frankly. <laughs> yes, yes. But like, if you say West Side, that's not Phoenix. That's not uh, Yuma. That's not Vegas. That's got to be more. Uh, Albuquerque, or so, you know. Yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah, no, that, that's got to be more or less like L.A., San Francisco. You got to be on one of the major coastal towns in, in sure. San Diego. Even I think we just call it the desert, right? Like, right, so it, once, it, it would appear that all of my favorite destinations are in the desert. Phoenix, uh, dude, Vegas, Sedona. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, Sedona is incredible. Well, <laughs> have you looked at housing prices in Sedona before you get excited? Uh, I did. Like, I was, I was like, dude, I was sitting there on my phone. I was like, oh, okay, so it's going to cost me a few extra, extra coins, zeros. Oh, uh, yeah, a few, a few extra commas. But oh my god, it was, it was insane. It was insane, man. Well, I'm glad you're having fun out west a bit because I've been like championing the west for like over a decade, probably oh 15 years, and and people are like, "What's in Denver? What's in Rapid City? Oh, who wants to go to? I don't want to go to Phoenix. There ain't nothing but cactuses. Yeah, All right, right. cactuses. Stay on out there. Remember, Stay out there in Boston. Snoopy's brother Spike. Yes, yes, and he stayed. He he lived in a cactus in Needles, California. <laughs> That's right. The the disheveled version of Snoopy. <laughs> right, he had a little little mustache. <laughs> yes, yes. The 1960s uh, mustache with the. Uh, it, it's almost like you expected. It's like you expected Snoopy's brother. Um, and it's funny because every time I think of the Vietnam War mm-hmm. in a positive sense, I think of the 20, 21 year old with the American flag bandana. He's got the cigarette. He's got his M16. He's probably listening to the doors. That's who I imagine Snoopy's brother being right. That that's he's like, OK, that guy looks like he's from the Vietnam War. It's funny. Yeah, but Spike had a hat. Now yep. he had like that that green uh, flak jacket. That, was, yep. that yep. would maybe but he was like they, they drew him real thin. And like he'd go visit Snoopy and he'd get out of his cactus and be a door oh, on the cactus. He'd lock the door and he'd like go on a bus. Totally the opposite of Snoopy, man. Totally the opposite of Snoopy. <laughs> uh, I had you on for a reason here. What did I? It's, uh, oh, I, I wanted to uh, basically. You're a Jew. Everybody hates you. That's kind yeah. of basically what it boils yeah. down to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody hates me. And I wanted to, I wanted to get on this, uh, because <laughs> for multiple reasons. But one, I've known you what for four or five years now. Yeah, five years now. Yeah, we've had dealings, and it frankly pisses me off. And and you're always going to have trolls and commenters and things sure. like that. Sure. And I find it unfair. Uh, I mean. It's one thing, but man, you got a cacophony of haters out there. Yeah. And I just want to like have you on the show and and not to necessarily defend you or anything like that, but just like, hey, I've known this guy. You and I have had business dealings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and and just to, I've said it before on a different podcast, but you have been nothing but kind and professional to me. Yeah. And it kind of irks me a little bit where it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe Donovan Sharp X, Y, Z. I'm like, well, what the fuck did the guy do? Because, frankly, he you, you took the time out of your day to show me how to do the teachable thing. Yeah. You, you held my hand. I'm like, what the fuck is this about? Like, oh, no, clearly you got to get on. And then we were just and I was just like, yeah, OK, you know, out of all all the people that I've known and worked with, you're the most professional, polite, civil and kind guy. I've ever ran into. I want to kind of throw it back a little bit. Like, Hey, fuck you guys. You know, and, <laughs> and I don't really care about the trolls or anything like that, sure. but uh, before the seminar and, you know, certainly we can promote that as well. Oh, I yeah. just want to have you on the show. Like, yeah, you know, whoever might have a, a doubt about uh, uh, Donovan Sharp. Uh, no, I vouch for him. He's a good guy. 
And so I just, I'm aware, where, why do you, we could even say me, but even Myron, I mean, why you guys, why is there a lightning rod aspect to you guys? I think, I think part of the reason is, and listen, I'm not going to be disingenuous and say that I don't deserve a little bit of the heat that I get. Um, and it's for different reasons, because when I first, <clears throat> when I first started off doing podcasts, um, I was very brash. I was a flamethrower. As uh, opposed Martin, to now? <laughs> well, well, yeah. Well, dude, trust me, man. Like, you remember the early shows, like episode 100 through 300? I was I was crazy. I was wide open. And so, um, and so yeah. So, uh, Myron Gaines is me four years ago, right? Um, Myron Gaines, <clears throat> he, he's the bomb thrower. He's out there. He's out there slaying Miami girls. Uh, when I started my podcast, I was sort of on the, I was right at the end of my of my Vegas player days. And so I had all this, I had all this, you know, piss and vinegar in me. I was, you know, spewing stuff all over the place. Um, but I think a lot of people, I think, I guess my personality rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Um, because I just don't, I don't really tolerate, um, I don't really tolerate foolishness that well, you know, like sometimes like you can tell when someone asks you a question that they're not really, they're not asking you the question in good faith. They're making a statement by asking a question. Mm. Um, you know, Donovan, how long have you been, how long have you been married to a senior citizen, right? They'll ask you <laughs> stuff like that. And I don't really, I don't really tolerate that. I, and I never really have, not even now. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, I can't really, I can't really pinpoint the reason why I have a lot of, I, I, I seem to have a lot of haters. Um, but I will say this, man, I think, I think it's sort of, I think it helps us. Because if everybody likes you, then I suppose that could be a good thing. If everybody dislikes you, that could probably be an even better thing. Um, but I think if you're if you're a polarizing figure, I suppose, I guess that's sort of good for the community. But in terms of the reason why, uh, and I used to get hate from women all the time. But, but yeah, that's, that's standard par for the course. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. And that's what I thought. What I didn't, what I did not predict was that most of my haters now are other men. And so, you know, this is sort of, even though this has been the case for about a year and a half, it is kind of new because before I used to look in my chat and if I saw like a Britney 205 or a, you know, fit lady, blah, 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 I knew who to focus on. But now, I mean, now when I see somebody become a member of my chat or if I get an email or whatever the case may be, and I've got screeners for that, so I don't see any of that stuff. Now I got it. Now my screeners are actually looking for men. Hmm. And um, and I think I think that that's probably indicative of of the culture. We're especially a lot of especially a, a lot of men. You watch TV shows, dating shows. Men turn on each other on the regular. I, I'm breaking down a, a TV show called um, um, what is it? Temptation Island. And a new guy joined the crew. And, you know, the, the guys are supposed to be all bro. Hey, what's going on, man? You know, we're here for the same reasons. And they're like, oh, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, what? Like now we're acting like catty females. The truth is, Aaron, the reason why I have a lot of haters is because most people in this country are raised by women and women alone. And when you are raised by a woman, primarily you 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 take on feminine you you take on feminine pers personality traits. I am I among them. The reason, well, listen, I have a temper problem. That's my own problem. But the reason, one of the, I guess, minor reasons why I am sometimes quick to emotion is because I was raised primarily by a woman. I didn't have a father to teach me emotional mastery. And so when I'm on the air and I'm, you know, I'm all emotional and yelling and all this, that rubs people the wrong way and for a very good reason. But by the same token, those people are also responding emotionally. So I think, I think it's, it's, um, I think the whole haters or whatever, 
and I don't want to use the cliche, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. I don't really believe that because of, you know, I mean, listen, if somebody fires five bullets into your center body yeah, mass. You're going to have a good day. Yeah. You're going to yeah. have a good day. Even if you survive that, you're probably going to be eaten out of a straw for a little while. But, but I think at this point, I think taking on, because this is the most heat I've ever had ever, ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. And when I come out of this and I've got all sorts of contingency plans, when I come out of this, I think it really is going to sort of strengthen the brand because I've taken I've taken some pretty some pretty substantial shots from some big content creators and I'm sticking around, man. And so I think, look, I don't know why people tend to not like me. And I I guess I kind of have sort of a brash, you know, unapologetic personality, not something to be proud of, but I'm not really ashamed of it either. It is what it is. If people want to get on board, that's fine. But I think if people if people really got to know me, if they shook my hand and looked me in the eye, I am definitely the same person. But by the same token, like if I know we're on the same team, like we're on the same team, like I got you. It's all good. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be going at people just to be going at people. Right. And that's that's what confuses me, because I've been following your content for quite some time. Oh, We've known each other. Perfect. And I'm kind of like, well, why him? Like, because if we we're to use a measure like everybody gets a certain amount of hate, let's say I was the industry standard you know, one Clary unit of hate, right? You have like, <laughs> you have like four Clary's units of hate. It's like, what yeah. the heck? And <clears throat> certainly you can be uh, a braggadocio and, 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 and uh, a little bit yeah. uh, eccentric and all that, but that's some of that. And even I'll admit a, a little bit of that is entertainment and, and value. Yeah, of course. But I, I'm like, well, does everyone have a hate boner for this guy? <laughs> like, what he had, cause you haven't done anything drastic. You haven't. You're not advocating anything that has been outside of a red pill norm. Maybe, maybe half a standard deviation to the right or the left. Sure. But I was just like, my God. And so, and then a little bit of uh, fresh and fit with uh, with Myron. What now? Of course, when he said that women need to be held accountable and punished, it was like, okay, I can see why you why you got a little bit, you know, a little bit of a lightning strike there. But I just, I let me ask you this because this is where. You, you taught me about teachable and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. And I dared to charge uh, $499. <gasps> oh my God, Aaron, what are we doing? What? And, and I got my mature libertarian grown fucking ass adults who get it. Like eh, if he charges it, you know, but uh, good for you. I hope. Yeah. Then you get these like rears, like a re how dare you charge money and maximize profits. It's like, Fuck yeah. off! What Captain Capitalism? What don't you understand <laughs> about Captain Capitalism? Like, and so is it? Is it jealousy or is it shock or is it just these guys got nothing else going on? And then once you once you dare charge something like that or or, or you can make a price that puts you up on a on a higher lightning pole. Well, it, there there are a couple of reasons, and the first reason is have you ever read the book Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell, the story no. of success? Very, 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 very good book. Okay, um, uh, dude, I, if I start talking about, it, we'll be here until tomorrow. But there's there's a section in the there's a section in the chapter. Okay, there's a section in the chapter called the Power Distance Index, and the way it starts is that there was a period of time, I think back in the 1980s, where Japan Airlines had a series of plane crashes in a very short period of time. What they figured out was that the guy flying the jet, the Boeing 747 had more had more hours in the air than the co-pilot so if the co-pilot were to say hey you might want to x y and z the pilot who has more hours more stars on his jacket would say relax rookie i got this so what they did is they switched the pilots 
the guy who actually flew the plane was the was the one who was the least experienced and the guy who was the co-pilot was the most experienced that way when the pilots when when the most experienced guy says hey you might want to xyz the the actual pilot is like okay this guy has more man hours right. than i do so i better make these adjustments and and so their their plane crash problem disappeared so and i'll give you an example the power distance index in the United States is very, 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 very short. In other words, we have a very, there's a very short, it's a very short distance between us and those in power. If you want to get a hold of Joe Biden, send him a tweet. All of, dude, our, our celebrities, our sports stars, our politicians, it is so easy to, to, to access them now. The power distance index is very, 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 very short. The power distance index in other countries like, I don't know, Cuba or um, the, you know the country with the with the yellow star and the red flag, which is the most populous country in the world, very very big power distance index. So when edicts come down from Cuba or Enoch, whatever I'm trying to say that backwards, they don't really people sort of respect that big power distance index. We have like we as people we don't revere our professional athlete. What well, we we do, but we're not as impressed with them as we as we once were because we now see behind the scenes the power distance index is very small. So when you have content creators like ourselves, the power distance index is re- it's, it's almost nothing. Not- yeah, it's not there. It's just you and me. Right. right. We do a live stream. These guys have these guys have instant access to it right now via the chat. The the, the smaller the power distance index. I don't want to use the word entitled and I don't want to use the word disrespectful, but the smaller the power distance index, the more, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but if these, if, if, if our, if our audience didn't have the kind of access they did to us, if our audience, because we have people in our audience that also have YouTube channels and all this other kind of stuff, just sure. like us. Yeah. And so a lot of people maybe think, well, and it's subconscious. So they're like, well, Donovan has a YouTube channel and I have a YouTube channel. So Donovan and I are, you know what I mean? And so, so when we come out and we, you know, we charge six, seven, 800 bucks for a course that can sometimes rub people the wrong way because, you know, a lot of times they're like, well, wait a minute, I should be charging. I charge six, $700. Why can't I get that? Right. Hmm. That's the first reason. The second reason is that they want the information for free. And it's because of the power distance index. Both of the reasons sort of relate to one another. So, um, and I use this example all the time. Nobody ever goes at Gordon Ramsay for charging $50 for a cookbook, right? Nobody ever, oh my God, I can't believe that Gordon Ramsay is doing another television show about fixing up restaurants. He should fix up restaurants for free. And and everyone around them be like, well, wait a minute, that's Gordon Ramsay. Like he's a world-renowned chef. Of course he's going to make money off this because this isn't free. Right. We are not Gordon Ramsay. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and people don't really, It's and I don't want to say people don't have respect for the work that goes into what we do. But if we don't, if, if we expect Gordon Ramsay, Rachel Ray, Emeril Lagazi to charge for their products, then why can't we? And so anybody who complains about the price of something, it usually means that they want it for free, which, which also means that they kind of don't respect the work and the time that we put into it because no one would, no one is asking Gordon Ramsay for free products. No one is, no one is, no one is, is, is going at or tweeting at how, how dare you charge $50 for a steak at Gordon Ramsay steak. He's Gordon fucking Ramsay. That's what he does. I'm never going to be Gordon Ramsay, but I put in the hours I put in the work. And as Richard Cooper says, nobody works for free. That and let's talk about that with Gordon Ramsay because <clears throat> what I've found, if if it's not one of it's the most determining variables about who's legit and who's fake, yeah, is yeah. that so, you had to walk the walk. Now Gordon Ramsay, right. you don't know if you know his background, but he was a, a born, uh, he was uh, 
said to be a professional soccer player. Yeah, soccer player. Yeah. And then he got injured and he had to, yeah, he had to reinvent himself and he became a chef. Now, that is a person, one, to be a professional athlete is perseverance to begin with. But then to reinvent yourself to the point that, Ramsey did is is why he's a celebrity. Why he's, he's there, but, but but it's not like you and I just came out here whipping our dicks. Like, hey, listen to us. I mean, you have a back. Why do you go through your back? I mean, you could tell as little or as much as you want, but no. you weren't born with a silver spoon up your ass. No, and <laughs> you came. There was a there was a a journey. There was a, a trial. Yeah, the reason why um the reason why I can speak with uh with such conviction um. Is because is because I've lived all this stuff, right? Um, I understand, and unfor- this is one of my many many flaws: is I am a better judgment of female character than I am of male character. Um, I have, dude, I am, dude, dude, I'm almost undefeated in terms of saying, okay, that's the kind of woman I need to stay away from. That's the kind of woman I maybe want to invite in my life. Um, at least lately. Now, when I first moved to Vegas, yeah, that was, you know, swings and misses all over the place. But I don't, for whatever reason, and I think this might have to do with the fact that my father was just sort of a weak kind of whatever, I have made, dude, I have made some egregious, uh, you know, egregious errors, miscalculated certain things. I've been burned by, like, I don't know, since I actually jumped on YouTube, I've been burned by more men than women. Um, but the reason I can speak with, with, with such conviction and assuredness is because I've lived all this stuff. Like, I've heard the things that women have told me a hundred different times. I can tell you what a woman's going to say, do, whatever, five steps ahead. And this is because I have failed over and over and over and over again. Uh, if we're going to go baseball here, my batting average with women is probably about 0.50, right? <laughs> I'm one, for, dude, I'm, I'm forever one for 20. That's just the game. Mm-hmm. I have very, very thick skin in terms of, you know, rejection of women. And, and, and dude, I've had my heart broken. I've been cheated on. Jesus Christ. God knows how many times, probably more times than I even realize. But <clears throat> the re- but that's the reason is because I have failed over and over again. Don't get me wrong. You can certainly learn from winning, but nobody learns really. You don't really learn unless you begin to fail. And because I failed over and over and over again, I kind of realized, okay, well, women sort of they're they're sort of uh, abiding by a set of rules they tell me certain things to make me think certain things but then they end up doing something else ergo the course womanese and now i've got the womanese book out and and so so but to make a very long story short um i was raised as a military kid my dad served 27 years um in the uh, uh in the military he did i think the first 10 years in the army last 17 in the air force dude we've lived everywhere I was born in Phil. Uh, I was born in Philly. Then we went to North Carolina, then Georgia, uh, then oh my God, then Washington, then Hawaii, then back to Washington, then to New Jersey, back to Washington, Hawaii again, Oklahoma, North Carolina. Um, then when I yeah, dude, we lived, we lived everywhere, and that's why I'm that's why I'm a very social person because I've always, dude, I've been the new kid in class a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, well, your entire life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And so I'm not shy around people around people I don't know. And so, and so, of course, I did the I did the college thing for a little while. Um, and dude, I I think I flunked out like two and a half years, and just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I got a bunch of sales jobs, bounced around. Um, ended up getting married at twenty five years old. I was oh. married for a few years. It, you know, the marriage was it's it it sucked, but yeah, it is what it is. So got divorced. I actually kicked her out. My divorce cost me twelve bucks, so that's the best thing ever. Uh, got twelve dollars. Twelve bucks, dude. You're 12. now a new personal hero of millions of American men yes. everywhere. Twelve dollars. Well, we didn't have any money or any kids. 
Okay. And so, and so we go down to the courthouse and dude, it was all planned and all that good stuff. And so the judge is like, okay, Mr. Everybody knows my last name. Okay. Mr. Hopkins, you and Mrs. Hopkins are no longer going to be blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, we're, we're done. Okay. He stamped a stamp. He, you know, we, we signed the papers. And so we go to the clerk's office and she's like, um, okay, that'll be $12. And I'm like, do we split this down the middle? <laughs> I think it was funny because I think I, I think she paid five dollars and then I had like seven dollars. Like, well, it was funny. This is weird. It's great. So we, paid, <laughs> we paid twelve dollars to get divorced. You know what we did? We went to Starbucks did and you? had a sandwich and a coffee and talked about our new boyfriend. It was dude, the most unbelievable thing ever. It was <laughs> greatest dis- divorce story ever. That's, that's great. Well, my 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 ex wife and I, and I actually text her every now and again just to see how she's doing. Yeah. My ex wife and I, we didn't really hate each other. Um, we just realized that you know what, we're just this is just not right. Yes, she treated me poorly, but I was not a very good husband either. I was, I was fat. I was lazy. I was sort of passive aggressive. I was twenty five. We were all idiots at twenty five too. We didn't. Yeah, well, yeah. isn't right. Yeah. yeah, and so, so, so then that happened. So now at thirty one years old, I am, um, I'm like, okay, I, I need new direction in my life. I'm newly single. Blah 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 blah. I start going to a small community college to for paralegal school, and I meet this 19-year-old drop-dead gorgeous blonde girl. Uh-huh. I go through the ringer with her. That was, oh, my God. That was the so- crazy Sounded story. like pain to begin with, yes. Oh, my God, dude. Um, I, 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 I characterize her as the most beautiful disaster um, I have ever laid my eyes on. So I went through, so I went through all of this, all kinds of stuff with her. Um, lo- to make a very long story short, she was 19. She had a six-year-old kid, right? Six-year-old kid, which means she had a kid at 13 years old. Dad was in prison for a statutory EPAR. The reason they didn't throw Jessica's law at him is because she testified that she seduced him and the jury bought it. So instead of serving 25 years, he ended up serving, I think it was like 18 months. He gets out of prison. It's a love triangle. She ends up getting engaged to him. Dude, I'm dude, I'm doing pills. I'm you, doing you've earned your stripes. Yeah, listen, show me the scars. Um, and this is this is why <clears throat> this is why I speak with such conviction because I have been through this stuff. So I literally get kicked out of the state. I'm living with a couple of this girl's like druggy boyfriend and girlfriend. And I mean, dude, I'm probably 180 pounds. Like I was railed and I looked like I was really, really sick. So you're a taller thing. fella, just so people. Yeah, I mean, you're like six one, six two. Um, well, yeah, I'm six two, two thirty five. Now that's actually yeah, yeah, quite okay, a so worth than back then. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, so you know, so, um, um, it was New Year's Day. I'm watching the Rose Bowl, and their landlord comes in, the short Jamaican guy. He says, "You do not stay here. You don't live here. You're not on the lease." He said, "If you do not leave here nine o'clock tomorrow, I call the sheriff. He puts you out." So, dude, I didn't have any money. So I called my brother. I'm like, "Yo." Told him the situation, and I was like, yo, like, help me out. Gives me a bus, uh, sends me a bus ticket, 10 bucks to eat on. So I take a bus from North Carolina down to Atlanta. Um, I recovered very quickly. I got a really good job at a mattress company. This guy's paying me six, seven hundred bucks. Yeah, this is the mattress area. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go. And so, and I had, I've, I've actually owned a mattress business before. I had like a small chain. Dude, this is back in, oh my God, like 08, 09, somewhere around there. Um, so the point is, is uh, so, so uh, I knew I didn't want to live in Atlanta. At, at, at least in that area, Atlanta was terrible. And a buddy of mine that I had known in North Carolina while I was going to college, I was in touch with him. He hits me on Facebook. He's like, oh, like, where have you been? I was like, dude, it's the craziest thing. We're on the phone for three hours. I tell him this whole crazy story. He's like, dude, you got to come to Vegas. I was like, wait a minute. Isn't your sister out there? Like his sister, Kim, moved out there. I was like, dude, 
what could possibly be in what Vegas? could be in Vegas? Right. I'm like, no, eh, whatever. So that was three months in. Then he kept calling me like every other week. He's like, dude, you got to come out here, man. Like you can stay at my place. I'll, and this is the, this is the day that changed my life. Well, one of the days I'm sitting there, I got my little bulky laptop computer. I said, you know what? Let me just go to Southwest.com just to see how much a one way, one way ticket is to Vegas. $84. $80. I was going to say 80 bucks. Yep. Okay. And I sat there and I looked, I looked at the screen. I was like, and I remember thinking to myself, am I really, am I really about to do this? When I felt myself starting to get excited, it was then that I knew that that was probably the right thing to do. I clicked it and on dude, on July 1st, 2010, I landed in the LBG and my life has been forever changed. Right. And that's, that's where I want to like, it, it, certainly a preponderance of stuff that you talk, but you weren't brought up in the cushy little suburbs. No. You didn't you didn't have mom and dad and you didn't major in sociology. I mean, you've worked, you support yourself, you've been poor, you strive and so that's the the if there's one thing of authenticity, it's that cachet where someone, you know, it's it's not sexy, but I worked in banking. And you know, working in banking is not sexy. It's well, spreadsheets right. and data right. I mean, it's but you know work security um you know uh i'm trying to think of of different guys you know like rollo for example he 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 did the booze and uh salesman and yes. uh, he, right. he he's very and, good at what he does by the way yeah yeah and, and and what i'm what i'm trying to point out maybe to every younger person out there like if there's like this avatar and there's no real person behind it which i understand why people would want to remain anonymous on the internet right. but these people that are starting to spout bullshit uh, and, and spew crap against people like you or me yeah. or Myron or anybody else. What's well, like, okay, well, I would have a lot more respect for them. I might even listen to the criticism if it's like, oh, wow, you were uh, an officer in the military for 20 years. Right. Or right. you were an auditor with the IRS or you were wow. a, uh, a cop. There was some kind of profession. And what I think, you know, just not to make this a black and white rule, but I think a pretty good rule to follow is like, well, did you make it on the internet because you made it on the internet or did you make it beforehand and the internet happened to you? And now you're kind of like, you mean like, how do, let me ask you this. Did you fucking expect this to happen? Oh my God, <laughs> I swear to God, man, every time I'm in a new city and because Uber drivers, um, sometimes I just want them to shut up and just get me to where I want to be. But sometimes, you know, I'm in a new city. I want to find out, you know, like what's going on around the sure, town. Sure. What's going and on, at yeah. some point they always ask, so what do you do? And I'm like, oh my God, interesting story. And then I tell them, I tell them all about it. And in the end, I'm just like, I just, I still, even now, I can't believe that it this does, is my life. I this can't isn't, believe it, dude. Right now we got almost 300 people tuning in. Oh wow! Really? And, and, yeah, and and well, but see, that's that's like it, it doesn't register. Everyone's like, right. "Oh, you're you're the same way you are in person as you are on the internet." I'm like, "Yeah," because it it doesn't seem real. No, like, right, we really got doesn't. we got super chats coming in here, which which uh, gentlemen and ladies, uh, mostly gentlemen, obviously. I'll, I'll be getting. To, I'm going to be doing a Miss Super Chat later on today because uh, okay. I, I want to focus on Donovan and, sure. and have the interview. But like, I'm explaining it to my dad. And and just so you know, I'm only like this much further in understanding what the fuck my job right. is compared <laughs> to him. He's like, so how does this work again? People pay you money to answer their question. I'm like, yeah, it's like, dear Abby, but I'm on the internet and I curse. <laughs> There's a good way to explain it. <laughs> he's like, but then people give you more money in, yep. in the in the chat room. I'm like, yeah. He's like, how the hell? I'm like, I don't know, Dad. I just, you know, I I, I don't know. It's gonna, yeah. You know, it's it, interesting. Um, and listen. Who, I don't even I I don't I never ever throw shade at what seems like overnight success. 
because it is what it is, man. A lot mm-hmm. like alpha male strategies, for example, everybody, a lot of his detractors like to say, oh, AMS was just an overnight sensation. He got lucky. No, AMS was positioned at the right time and he was prepared for the opportunity mm-hmm. and he, he seized the moment and took advantage of it. Right. Um, but just like you said, listen, I have owned this is now I guess we can call this a business. This is now my third successful business. Like I said before, I owned a I owned a mattress shop. I actually turned that into a mattress chain. So I had two locations, ended up selling that dude, made a boatload of money. And then, of course, I had a bunch of real estate. Well, not real estate. I had a bunch of single family dwellings out in Vegas that I was renting out to renting out to people. And on my own little system, I was charging a hell of a lot for rent, but I didn't do credit checks. I sort of ran it like a rent center. Mm. I don't want to get too far into it, but that's kind of how I did it. And I never had a shortage of clients. So I ran that business successfully. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. And I saw somebody in the, I can't, for whatever reason, I can't really see the chat anymore, but somebody in the chat a little earlier um, asked me if I had been in touch with Roosh lately. And I was actually, I was texting him. Um, I was texting him three or four days ago. Cause I text him quite a lot. Sometimes okay, we'll talk. Cool. About good content. Yeah. He was just reaching out to me be like, Hey, listen, I see, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. I just want to let you know, like, you know, I got your back, you know, hope that, and I'm like, all right, appreciate that. That's cool. But Roosh, when when um, when I started reading Return of Kings, because you and I were uh, we were columnists uh, there right at the same time, he 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 reached out to me or I reached out to him and said, hey, listen, I've got an article I'd like to submit. I submitted my Rocky article. The you know, the, the, the rest is history. All I wanted to do was just sort of tell my stories. I wanted to I had a bunch of stories to tell. One thing leads to another 80 articles into into return of kings and then there's another website that i wrote for i wrote 120 articles for them the guy that i wrote for on the on the other side said hey man you should start a youtube channel because this was just on i was just like youtube who's gonna watch that (laughs) this is funny this is how ignorant i was i was like youtube like oh i thought i thought youtube was 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 for cat videos and and uh you know bakery tricks and that's where it started, man. And I don't, I don't know what I expected. I didn't expect to do this for a living, but I figured out rather quickly that I'm pretty damn good on the air and I'm laser yeah. focused. Too. I don't like to remain stagnant. I made steady upgrades in my studios and we have, obviously I'm not really in my studio now, but it was just, it was, it was sort of a natural progression of things. And I said all that to say this, because this goes to what you said earlier. A lot of people, there are there are a faction of people that like to throw shade because, oh, you just got lucky on the Internet. OK, yeah, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say that luck didn't have anything to do with it. But part of the reasons that I'm successful is because I do know what I'm talking about and I'm extremely disciplined. Like, I'm not the guy who's just going to because there are a lot of people who are doing the same thing they did five years ago and wonder why they have stagnated. Right. So, for example, right now, I've my channel is kind of stagnated. And there are a lot of reasons for that. I haven't really consistently been live streaming. I've been doing a lot of traveling trying to get with other stuff too. Yeah. Right. But what's clear to me, which is what's been clear to me four or five other times, is that it's time to change up. I'm not going to change my message. I just need to change up the delivery. Um, and so I'm working on some things behind the scenes to sort of change things up. You have to always be evolving. The, the, the most successful people at this are guys that are always sort of changing, improving. Um as far as the hate is concerned, and I do know why I have a, a, a what seems to be a lot more haters than most, and I'm not going to be the guy, oh, hate me, love me, but not that guy. It's because I used to go at MGTOWs a lot, and <laughs> MGTOWs have, listen, man, I completely understand you know, their plight or whatever, but for a long time, I used to talk shit about MGTOWs an awful lot, 
And so that's probably the reason it appears that I have more haters, I suppose, than most. But but here's another reason. It's because I'm also doing a conference, right? Mm. So with higher profile events, it's going to come a little bit more scrutiny. So it is. Right. No, the more you put yourself out there, the more flack you're going to catch. I, I I get that. But I I just so everybody understands, it, it's like, yeah, there's a little bit of luck there. But um, I, I won't lie and say there's not this inauthenticity like i you and i we put out you know, i'm answering asshole co- uh, consulting questions practically every day i did fucking yeah. 11 yesterday you know i'm just just tired and beat uh there's a fair amount of work that goes into it but yeah, yeah if you and i were born 30 years ago we wouldn't have had this internet thing we'd be dead by this time we probably so, would <laughs> yeah yeah and, and, and it's and it's and that's that's another thing in in defense of all the guys that you see it just it just happened you know it's like well we happen to be in california they found gold here and right. some people have the character and personality for it and they capitalize on it. and that's where the difference is like do you capital like for example jack napier He's got hustle. He he capitalizes yes, on it. He, that before. Yeah, yeah. Or Troy Francis. So I think, uh, of course, it's probably because he has a British accent, and that's probably why he gets you know plus twenty on the Dungeons and Dragons uh, uh, die roll. Uh, but <laughs> but there there is this element, and I'll be the first to be like, we had no idea, no. no clue. It wasn't like I woke up. I'm like, I'm going to become this internet dick, and and people are going to give me money. And it and so I, I understand there is some criticism there, sure. but at the same time, like it's like, well, we were at the right place at the right time, and every once in a while, the blind squirrel does find an acorn, and thank God it did because I'm, well, I'm enjoying I, this acorn. I think people, and listen, this is going to come off. This is going to this is going to come off a little bit maybe rude and condescending, and I could not give less of a shit at this point. Some people just don't want to admit that certain people are just better at this than than they are. Um, there are because I'll tell you this, man. There, I mean, there are content creators, right? There are content creators who used to be uh, – there are several big-time content creators who used to be guys in my chat, right? Yeah. Guess what? They figured it out. They have – like Myron Gaines. Myron Gaines is the – dude, he is the perfect example. That guy used to be in my chat. I've known Myron now for three years. He used to call into my show every once in a while. He used to be in my chat all the time. Guess what? He's going to pass me in subscribers probably by the He's, end of next week. Because the man's got hustle. He's there got you hustle. go, man. Yeah. The, guy, the guy works hard. And he, and he has figured out a way – this dude is the only guy who has figured out a way to show you the RP truth right there in living color. He has mm-hmm. girls come on, come in the studio and verify what we've been talking about for the last decade. Plus people like to see that because now they're like, Oh, wait a minute. I guess these guys are right about yeah, it ain't BS. We weren't sticking it. It's <laughs> well, not. It, it, and so, and, and listen, dude, I have listen, man. I dude, I love that kid that dude. Myron is awesome. He's definitely going places. I got a free sweater from him. I stole oh, it. I was going to say, yeah. I saw your, uh, I saw your fresh and fit. Uh, <laughs> it's a great sweater. If you can steal one from him, get it out of there. Say, Hey, I'm a little chilly. You got a sweater and I'll give it, <laughs> and you just walk out with it. It's great. Um, I think I've got like four of them. I've got like four, I've got like four hoodies and a, uh, and a sweatshirt. But every time, uh, four hoodies and like a couple of t-shirts. But but you, there are, and I know of content creators who are. I don't want to say jealous, but they're they sort of hate on these huge content creators because, well, they stole what I said or I said that three years ago. Hey, listen, man, that's the game. If somebody figures out how to do what you do better and ends up becoming bigger than you. You can't, you can't really, you can't really hate on that. You know what I mean? I, I, okay. Let me, let me advance that psychology. Okay. Wouldn't you celebrate it? Like I do not envy um, fresh and fit for having a hell of a podcast oh and God. frankly, having a larger channel than I do. I oh. do not envy Rich Cooper whose book I'll, I'll promote it right here, right now. If I can find it, um, where'd it go? 
Aaron's got like library books. I got no, I do. I do. It's a stack of libraries, like as tall as the IDS tower. Uh, you know, the unplugged alpha. This is a great book. Now, Richard and I go back, you know, sling arrows, of course, across the border, but I'm happy he has sales that are basically five times as much as mine. And I've I've never understood that that jealousy where it's like, Donovan, if you were to write a book and it became a number one bestseller, I wouldn't be like, Donovan wrote this book. I'd be like, dude, you wrote it because like the number one bestseller. It's like awesome. So I don't, I, know. I, I don't know, it. man. I, and I try, I try to, and I like, I try to understand. Um, and I, I've tried to, I don't want to say empathize, but I'm, I've really, I really have put, I've tried to put myself in other people's shoes. And this doesn't make me any better or worse than anyone. I think this is just, I think different people have different motivations, but I have never, I've never felt the need to go into someone's chat or call into someone's show or go onto someone's social media to troll them. You have a big nose and your content sucks and this and that. Like, I don't, I've never felt the need to do that. Um, part of the reason is because I just don't have the time. And a lot of people say that facetiously. Well, I don't have time for that as if it's just beneath them. No, I really don't have time. You don't have time. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I'm putting no. 18 plus hours a day. I sleep <sighs> a half an hour a night. That's just, that's just kind of how that goes. But I think what I think in, in the end, I think, and I've actually learned this. I've actually had to mature on the air as time goes on is you really do have to just kind of block out all the negative stuff, man. Um, it's a cliche that is as old as time itself, but you really have to, you really have to separate yourself. Like I, dude, I have multiple layers of insulation on my email and on my social media. So if it, before I check my social media, I actually pay a couple of guys to go and sweep my social media. Um, I've deactivated a lot of the keywords if anybody says anything bad about me or my girlfriend, just get that out of here. I don't need to see it. And then, so, well, you're weak for, for doing that. You need to face the fire. So I'm weak because I purposely avoid negativity. And again, well, that's you don't have the time. That's it. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it, it's, it's, I don't think people understand, like, because I probably am going to assume correctly, but back during the Great Recession, yeah. you and I probably had a lot of time in 2008, 2009. We probably had a fair, now it's like, there is no time. I mean, there, and, and it's like, no, I really do not have like, I've even tried to get off social media. Like I haven't really posted much on Facebook. I don't right. really take a look much at Twitter. I like tweet something out, but that's about it. And it's it's not that like, oh, you're a coward. Like I'm not going to read through and sift through the comments section when there's 300 comments on a video where, you know, half a percent are, you can't really, you grifter. It's like, I don't have time. Grifter is one of those. Check this out. Grifter is, it is such an overused term. Listen, I know, correct me if I'm wrong, but a grifter, as far as I'm concerned, I think there's a movie about it. I think Melanie Griffith was in that. A grifter, I think, is someone who's always on to the next hustle. So whatever the next big thing is, they sort of move to that, right? Is that what that is? I, you got me. I've never heard of the term until like six months ago when I started like charging money for my fucking time. And then people got sand in their vaginas. You know, that's, that's an, I'm a grifter. The definition of grifter. Oh, here it is. Oh, wow. Uh, Oh, okay. A grifter, uh, a person who engages in petty or small scale swindling. Oh, okay. (laughs) We're swindlers. We're swindlers. Um, We, 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 here's our price. Here's the product. We're not putting a gun to your head. And we're ta- we're swindling people out of money. Is that what it is? I listen. I suppose so. I always thought. Gri- I thought. I always thought. And this, I guess, shows how ignorant I am of these sorts of terms. 
Um, I thought that grifter meant going from hustle to hustle because, dude, I've been in the Red Pill community for, Jesus Christ, going on seven years. years now. Um, but just because someone calls you a grifter doesn't mean you are, right? No, no, I Other know. I'm people. Okay, listen, if that's what you think, that's what you think. But, I mean, you know, I've, I mean, dude, I've sold. I, so I released my Book of Womanese uh, Volume 1 uh, yesterday, and I have, at this point, I've sold, I've sold 242 copies. 16 bucks, 16 bucks a piece, right? Hmm. There is not there is not one person who has written me and said, Donovan, this contains no good information. Nothing in this book has helped me. You have swindled me. You are a grifter. No, the only people calling us grifters are people who don't really know who we are. So I I, I take that self the grace. I, I I would imagine also uh not to describe them, but as what you said before, like we don't have time for this shit. But if you got time to come in with your two subscribers or create fake accounts, like, wow, you got nothing going on in life, man. <laughs> like, you got to be a big loser with nothing going on that this is how you decide to spend your day is setting up some kind of account to make comments in the comment section telling you know, people like, oh, you're just a loser. Can't it's like, oh, wow. and it, 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 it's more entertaining. It doesn't really annoy me like when I see these, but I just look at like, who are these people? Like, what if you do have nothing better to do? Like, this is the best use of your time right now. And so I, I just, I feel I, a little bit of pity, but it, it confuses me a little bit. Like, man, like you have to have nothing going on if this is, well, this is what you're doing today. You know, um, I, I used to try to understand, I used to try to understand, you know, you know, why people do what it is that they do. Um, but at this point now, I just don't. Um, I, it's, it's, it's an exercise in futility because what it comes down to, Aaron, is there's never, you're never going to set, you're never going to, you're never going to win over the people you never liked in the first place. The vast majority of guys who are coming after me now, they never really liked me in the first place. They were just right. looking for a reason to pile on. All right. Big, big deal. Now, I have had some longtime supporters who have turned code on me. Those are the ones that bother me. Thankfully, it was really just sort of a handful. But everybody else who's coming out of the woodworks, they were never really on board in the first place. So, I mean, it's not like it's not like I didn't realize they were there. So I like I like to I, listen, man, all I'm trying to do, I'm trying to I want to bring men together. I want to create this conference. I want to put out good information you know, for men to be successful in life and relationships, there's, listen, most people are going to be okay with it. There are some people who are not, there's nothing I can do about that. All I can control is what I do. Well, I want to uh, post this here. Caro sent 20 bucks, which is very charitable. Oh, thanks, and kind. Yeah. That, do you know him? No, I've, I've seen him in other chats. He's a regular guy. Okay. Yeah. All right. But he, he had nothing to say, but since it was 20 bucks, I was like, boy, I better throw that up there. Uh, yes, and I, I will get, yeah, I will get to the other ones. Uh, on a, on oh, a, by the way, I don't know if your audience, I don't know if your audience knows this, but, um, the, um, so I was in uh, negotiations, uh, with our venue, uh, for the CME this the week. Yeah. Uh, ticket sales have gone a lot better than we had anticipated a lot, a lot better. And because of that, we were going to, we were going to run out of rooms, right? So we have 25 VIP tickets, uh, that we, that were available, we have four left. Okay, so we told 21 okay. of 25 VIP tickets. Then we said, okay, well, after the VIP tickets, the first 50 attendees get their room included in their ticket. We only have, well, I think we have, uh, I think we have like eight or nine of those left. So ticket sales have been going very, very well. So I wanted, so I, you know, I called up the venue. I said, listen, man, like ticket sales are going really well. Is there any way you can 
block off another 50, maybe 75. Really? That they're going that well. Well, yeah. Well, the, re- the reason I wanted to do that is, is so I want, I want everybody to be able to have their room included in their ticket. Mm-hmm. And so it took about 48 hours, but I got the word actually when I was on the air that, yes, listen, we can block out another 75 rooms for you. Then the very Sweet. next day, we got, we got another 25. So we have, so now we have enough rooms to include rooms in every single ticket. So okay. when you purchase a ticket to the CME, listen, all you got to do is get here and feed yourself twice. Feed yourself, <laughs> feed yourself lunch, feed yourself lunch on Saturday, feed yourself lunch on Sunday. Other than that, dude, we got, I got a breakfast buffet on the house on Saturday and Sunday morning. Your room is absolutely, in, it's a luxury hotel room. Your room is included in the ticket. And then of course you get all the extras, the mobile app and all that other kind of stuff. So this is, um, so this is really sort of an all inclusive type of deal, man. You're going to get a lot of value. It is, yeah, no, I, I, I was impressed. Like, you know, what, what came with it? You're not just paying tuition. I mean, you get, you get some uh, lodging, you get some food and it's going to be good oh, yeah. food too. Yeah. yeah and, so. Yes. Really, really good food. Yeah. Well, why don't, why don't you do that? Why don't you promote the, um, the seminar, uh, or the conference that's coming up, tell people where to go. And then give everybody else. I mean, most people in my audience know who you are anyway, but anyone who's new, why don't you tell them, you know, where to find you and everything like that? Yeah. So, so the conference of masculine excellence is pretty cut and dried, man. Um, what we're going to focus on is helping guys to become, you know, the complete masculine versions, virgin, virgins, versions of themselves. No, don't be a masculine virgin, um, uh, complete versions of themselves. Um, and what we really wanted to do is, give me a second here. Um, what we really wanted to do is we wanted to tackle things from all angles because there have been a lot of, you know, PUA conferences here. Here's how to get good with girls in 36 hours or less. Listen, mm-hmm. that stuff definitely has its utility, but I don't know that you figured this out yet, Aaron, but girls have the internet too. Girls they know do? all pick up tech- yes, I, I'm told that they do. They know all of the, they know all the pickup techniques and all, and all this other kind of stuff. So, <clears throat> What we've sort of figured out, I guess men of a certain age, I guess guys are calling us boomers now, even though we're Gen Xers, um, got, men of a certain age have figured out that, that yes, women are, we definitely want women, we want their companionship, but they're not, they're not essential, they're not as essential to our lives as they once were. Mm-hmm. And so what we want to teach men is we want to teach men, hey, listen, you can, you, can, you can absolutely live the life you want to live. You can live a life of dominance. And if, if you do these things, not only will you be content, women are going to notice you more as a natural byproduct of your lifestyle. Yes, we will discuss relationships, you know, in general, but what we're really focusing on is you just like roll it to my individual. Sister, yeah. Make yourself your own mental point of origin. So dude, we got a guy who's going to talk about, uh, uh, style, uh, style and image. Obviously there's you, you're going to talk about the economic side. Finance. Yep. Goodness. Yep. Myron Gaines is going to discuss, uh, you know, being uh, gay diet and fitness, homosexual life. Is that what you're uh, talking probably. about? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got guys covering, dude, everything that encompasses masculinity as a whole is going to be covered. Yes, there will be discussions about women, but that's going to that's probably going to be the seventh or eighth topic down. What we really want to focus on is guys just saying, OK, listen, girls aren't going anywhere. We're men. We age better than women. We are good to go. We're good to go. Concentrate on yourself. This doesn't mean we're, we're not here to say, oh, we don't want women. No, everybody wants women. You, you got a dick and a set of balls. We want it. We want women. But the more you focus on yourself, the more women focus on you. And I think that's, that's well, I think that's the overall general. And I, and I like the, that angle. And that's why I was like, I'm very actually for the seminar and, and on the, uh, its theme is like excellence and it's absent women. I mean, it's like, no, we don't, we don't hate women. It's just like, we've, I think we've beaten that to death. I think, 
you know, there will always be new uh, epiphanies and observations, but yeah, where it's like, okay, they're, they're not there. What do men have to do and achieve in their life? You know, like, well, let's make it count. So I like the fact that it's focusing exclusively on masculine excellence. How do you achieve an excellent right. life? And so I, I, I think it's, and which is where I have no problem uh, uh, promoting it uh, because it, it's like, okay, yeah, it's 2000 for the, for the VIP and what 1600 for, uh, the uh the regular tickets yeah so the vip ticket is 1997 um and the vip ticket obviously comes with the that you absolutely get your room for two nights um uh that's the uh breakfast buffet on saturday i'm gonna feed you breakfast saturday and sunday morning then of course uh the uh, the feast of champions which goes down on saturday night um also as a vip you get to go to the uh come to the vip meet and greet uh, it's going to be up in uh, Devon I Suite. We're, we're, dude, it's a, a nice palatial suite. We're going to have, uh, it's going to be catered. We're going to have charcuteries, you know, all sorts of drinks. We're going to have a bartender there. You know, just just a, just a sort of a time to kind of pick our brains, pick the speaker's brains, hang out, take pictures with pretty girls, things of that nature. Um, also, what the VIP ticket includes is you get the preferred seating in in the actual general assembly area. And then, of course, with the um with the uh with the feast of champions you get to sit at the same table i'm go- i'm trying to figure out the table situation unless i don't know if we're going to do long tables or rounded tables uh but you will e- you will either get to sit at or near like the speaker's table and i think we'll probably be dispersed um uh, everywhere as well um the standard ticket is uh the standard ticket is 1597 and the standard ticket now includes instead of the first 50 now includes your room um, so like I said, all you have to do is get here. And if you're a Vegas local, here's the thing. There are guys who live in Vegas or guys who live in LA who don't necessarily need a room. There's a, there's a Vegas local ticket for 1197. So if you, if you need a hotel room, we got you. If you don't, we'll, we'll give That's you even discounted further. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. Right. 1197. Um, and again, it's tremendous value because there are other conventions that charge a lot more that doesn't include you know the rooms well the the, um, the price i have absolutely no problem with the price because of what 13 speakers oh no we have many more than that actually we have more than that okay all right so there's a lot of speakers yeah, it is it's and, a and, lot dude and especially like if, if you were an old you know men of a certain age like us boomers okay maybe I have it but if you're a younger man or you didn't have i mean frankly if you didn't have a dad or your dad wasn't around you're you're gonna not get a higher bang for your buck than this Right. I mean, they're just, right. you know, I'm personally trying to make it so that people earn back the majority of their money through the financial advice sure. that I give. Sure. It's a different seminar coming up. Uh, but I, it's uh, I, a lot of, I can't believe you charge. It's like, look, it's two days long, two and a half. You got all these experts coming in. If you implement even even a quarter of the stuff that's going to be, you're going to you're going to get your money back. Well, not only that, a lot of guys, well, I think here's what a lot of guys don't realize behind the scenes is Mm -hmm. I'm, I am covering the flights of all the speakers, right? I got to talk to you before I forget. Can I just book my flight and I give you the bill? Okay. Cause you fly me to Florida, then have me go to (laughs) Philly, then have me go to Dallas. And then inevitably three days later, I get my ass to Vegas. Will you just let me buy my damn flight? And I'll give you you your ticket and I will will comp you. Cause Aaron doesn't, (laughs) if I spend more than $300 on Aaron's ticket, I'm getting a phone call. Um, yeah, man. So, um, and, and I don't know that I've, I don't, I don't, I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, I'm paying each speaker a speaker's fee. 
Um, I'm also paying a fee to George Bruno for being the master of ceremonies. So I'm, I'm paying speaker fees and all of the speaker fees are into the four figures. Okay. I'm not insulted because I don't expect anyone to come and do this event for free. You guys, this time is valuable to you. So not only am, so not only am I flying you guys out on my dime, I'm also paying you speaker speed, speaker fees. Then you count the venue and the food. And in the end, I think I'm probably going to take a bath in. I didn't think it was going to be, I didn't think it was going to be, um, I thought it was going to be a lot worse, but I'm probably going to take I'm going to take a maybe like a thirty five, forty thousand dollar loss uh, on this first event because I didn't spare any expense. Right. Um, and this doesn't make me any better or worse than anybody else. But me as a man, if I if 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 I want someone to come out cross country to speak at something I'm putting on for me. Well, it would it would behoove me to not only compensate you for your time, but cover your travel and your lodging. Well, so, and, see, and that's that's one like when you flew me out to Philly that yeah. one time. I mean, and, and that's that's one thing where it's like I, I, I had a I had a punch back at these assholes. Oh, Donovan Sharp. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, Donovan Sharp fucking paid me. Dude, you know how often I fly first class? Never. I don't fly first class. First I go Spirit time. Airlines. I'm like, I'm flying through the air at 600 miles an hour. This is great. <laughs> but I mean, you, you have been nothing but honest. Nothing but honest and 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 kind. Like you, like you flew me first class. I'm like, ain't nobody ever done that for me before, including my parents. You know, like well, uh, it's just that I respect I respect your time. Like, how long did it take you to? How long did it take you to acquire the knowledge that you have? A long oh God, decades. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right, right. right. And it, it's not like it's not like to see. Well, well, he could be doing other things. No, as a man. It it just it it's to me it just seems mathematically logical. Mm-hmm. If you're if someone is going to come and speak at an event, then it would only it's only fair that I take care of your travel, your lodging, and compensate you for your time. That's just the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, by the same token, I have to. By the same token, let's use economics. I can't like I can't make this for free. I, I can't charge nothing for this conference. Absolutely right. Well, and the price point is where it's at for a few reasons. Number one, so I don't take as big a loss as I would normally take. And number two, this what this does is this filters out a lot of the riffraff. Because believe it or not, Aaron, there are forces out there that are trying to shut this thing down. I I, I can understand. Yes. yes. And so, and oh, here's another expense. I got to hire a private security company. I got Devin a personal bodyguard. I got myself a personal bodyguard. My bodyguard is not for me. My bodyguard is for anyone who tries anything on me because Mm -hmm. I'm a multiple time convicted felon in Clark County. If I catch a charge, I'm going away for a You're long time. Be a while? Okay. I'm not taking any chances there. <laughs> Dude, I'm flying in the makeup girl. I'm flying in. I mean, <clears throat> so, you know, again, and a lot of people would think, well, you don't have to be so. Well, listen, if you want a good conference, then this is what it costs. This and, would be this would be almost more of a work of art is what oh, you're saying it, it's yeah. kind of like like a, a, a not a magnum opus but but certainly one of your more bigger performances or pieces this is the biggest thing i've ever done for okay. sure right. um and the next one is going to be the next one i hope it's a little bit bigger because i hope to attract more uh attract more speakers but but yeah so so listen man i know a lot of guys you know a lot of guys complain about the price and we're actually doing a free ticket giveaway um, I think we're doing a free ticket giveaway, I think next month. Um, and another thing is, is that this whole event is completely self-funded. Um, I, I paid for, dude, I paid for the event long before I even, before I even announced it. So, and I'm not sitting here trying to justify the price because I, you know, I, I shouldn't really have to do that, 
But what it comes down to, Aaron, is that you get what you pay for. Mm. Okay, listen, I could have put on a three hundred dollar uh, per per ticket uh, event, but it would have been a shitty event. And I don't want to put a sh- I don't want to put on a shitty event because that's not what men deserve. Men deserve to have a good event with good speakers that are really going to teach them something at a really nice venue with nice food and a nice environment. I'm These- even wearing a tie. I mean, like I'm wearing a suit. I mean, my gosh, right. yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So. I mean, listen, man, I'm not going to apologize for, for, for charging what I do because there, dude, there are conferences all over the world that are, dude, some come five, $10,000 oh, more. Pay. Yeah. Easy. I'm, easy. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not no, doing that. No. Well, anyway, all right. Uh, the main website is masculineexcellence.com. If you wanted, yes. I'll put it in the chat room uh, for my affiliate. It's masks, masculineexcellence.com slash Clary, not Aaron Clary, just Clary. Yes. C-L-A-R-E-Y. Uh, and then uh, tell them your, your main website and, and, uh, I, I know with the, the conference, but if people want to find your channel and all that, why don't you yeah, yeah, just look up, uh, just go to donovansharp.com. Uh, that's on the internet. Obviously, if you want to, if you want to find my channel, uh, just go to, um, just, uh, type in Donovan Sharp. There's, this is weird. I can't see, I wish I could have seen the public, uh, I wish I could have seen the public comments. You don't see I, the chat room? No, I don't actually. Oh. I see the private chat, but anything in the comments is oh i don't i don't i yeah. dude i'm i'm so like and like i said i gotta do a miss super chats video okay here right, yeah yeah listen yeah we'll, we'll do this later do the super chats that's fine yeah so i so. just can't see anything in them oh no, that's all right but that's it, right. it's probably honestly it's probably good that i don't see the chat so. <laughs> <laughs> well thanks come for coming on the show donovan i, I appreciate your time i just want to like let everybody get to know donovan sharp a little bit more <clears throat> than what other people say on the internet and get to introduce to the guy that i know as a person, uh, who you are, uh, even though you are from Philadelphia, uh, that's it. Anything <laughs> else, anything else before we end it? Yeah, man. Um, I guess, um, uh, da, 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 da. I guess, I, I guess I'll sort of, uh, end it, end it on this in terms of what you kind of brought me on for. Um, if, if you like, there are a lot of guys who, I don't like Donovan because he did X, Y, Z. I don't like Donovan because uh, like people know that I have an extent and I've always been transparent. I have an extensive criminal record. I've been convicted of four felonies. I've been arrested over 20 times and all this other kind of stuff. And a lot of people think that, you know, somehow damages my credibility. Okay, that's fine. Then, you know, listen, unfollow me, Um, unfollow me, you know, unsubscribe from my channel. What it comes down to, man, in terms in in terms of all the hate, it used to bug me. It really, really, really did. Um, but what I've learned is that when you're only the, the haters really only come out when you're doing it right. And if you as now women do this all the time because they're women, that's just exactly exactly what they do. But if you're if you're the guy who just wants to sit there and type in the comments or, you know, try to troll you on my channel or whatever the case may be, then I mean, I got nothing for you. Um, you really have to think about, OK, I am sitting here as a man talking shit about another man. You could be doing you could be doing other things with your life, but you're on your phone or on your keyboard. Listen, man, we get guys like this all the time. And at some point, even those men are going to need content like ours, because like us or not, Aaron, whatever you think about who we are as people, what we talk about here is the truth. We see it every day. Myron Gaines proves this every day on the Fresh and Fit channel. So. For those of you, for, 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 for people who don't like me for whatever, uh, you know, for whatever reason, it's all good, man. As, as far as I'm concerned, if, if, if you don't like my content, that's perfectly fine. But listen, man, if there's ever a point in your life where you're needing a little bit of guidance, 
and you're, you know, you're, you're kind of lost, maybe you got played by another woman, that's when you come over to our side of the internet and hopefully we can help you out. Guys that hate us are probably guys who really don't know us. It's just the same as guys who genuinely hate women simply don't understand yeah. that. No, there's if a fair amount. If you're interested in understanding who I really am, fine. If you're not, it is what it is. Like, I'm, it's, I'm not losing sleep. At, I'm not losing if, sleep. If, if you want, though, watch Donovan have two whiskey drinks and be like, whoa. <laughs> 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 I, I got to tell that because it was funny. Because, well, as per as. Dude, as, I was as, the as dude. I have a very low tolerance. You were, right? you were well, one, you were running yourself ragged. We did the thing, and Donovan's like, Oh, let me take you out to dinner. I'm like, This is great. We got, we're going to walk. You're like, We're not going to walk. Well, well, I'll drive. So we hop in his car and that we was drive great. with him and Devin. And then he has Good one win. drink, and they weren't that big. And then he had another drink, and then he's just like, Whoa. And I'm like, Donovan, Donovan, you're right. Like, yeah, Dude, I think nice. I'm gonna get an Uber. I'm like, that was yeah, nice. That was drinks. nice that night. That was a lot of fun, man. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for everybody tuning in. Check out Donovan, uh, Donovan Sharp uh, with an E at the end, like they do in Australia. Yes. And uh, right. ch- check out MasculineExcellence.com if you want uh, more information about that seminar. And I guess I'll see you in in Vegas. In uh, yeah, in man. June. We'll see you in Vegas, man. Appreciate awesome. it. All right.